We're live. We're live, baby. Angie, we're live. We live. You're here, baby. Okay. It's 9.29 a.m. A.m., huh? <laughs> it's been a long one. 9.29 p.m. Um. <sighs> yeah. It's Friday night? Friday night at 8. I will not be late. Just if I find my mate, <laughs> that would be so great. A great, 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 <laughs> Dude, all I know is that scene at the, at the club when, when uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, when he roasts him, it is it's the saddest thing I've ever seen. Who's, how come, How did we say good morning to ourselves? Angie, is that you? Are you posting as Red Rum Angie? What up, Nate, dog? What up, we? Someone just wrote on our wall as us. I don't know. Siri? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, it's, it's Friday night. Just so you know, I love you guys so much. I'm sick. This guy's sick as a dog right now. And I'm doing this podcast. But, um... I get it over with. So I say... Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies we love, movies we were raised by movies. We're your hosts, Ernesto Lanise. And Antonio Moreno. And we want to welcome you to a special show, our 2018 All-Media Blowout. Now, I want to say, first off, I want to thank the iFanboys for teaching me the music, the shows that really entertained us and challenged us for the year. Now, the rules are this. It had to be released in 2017. I watched a movie that was from like four or five years ago. Can't count it. We're only doing movies that dropped this year, albums that dropped this year. <laughs> what? Oh, Doyle rules? Um, Doyle rules. <laughs> um, so that's the rules for the movies we chose. So we're going to go through, we're going to do table tennis, movies that blew our mind this year, okay? So Tony, I'll we're start. Going, we're, we're not going the, um, the best script, the best. Lightning, we're going to movies oh. that entertained us the most. These are the movies that, that, that got us somehow. So my first, now this is not in order. Because Tony chose some of mine, I chose some of his. So it was how it plays. It's the movies that we loved, no particular order. So for me, I'll start off with this. From earlier in the year, the surprise hit of the stinking year, Logan. I'm how was that a surprise hit? Listen. We knew it was going to be awesome. X-Men have been stinking. X-Men can stick up a movie, dude. X-Men, yeah, I know. they're half-half. Marcy Marsh in the house. What's up, A.C. Crumpton? Dang, um, Gina. But uh, Logan, I saw the trailer, and the trailer looked like it was going to be something. I thought, there's no way they're going to do that for real life. They're only going to do a Wolverine movie that's going to be straight-up old man, beat down. The only way they could do it was it had to be rated R. I'm saying, I, mean, I was... thought there was no way, and you watch it. It's, you know what it is? It's a sticking western. Yeah. Logan is a western. Or oh, those Mexicans trying to steal his rims, dude. Oh, Opening man. scene, those cholos. I was like, oh man, this. Is, I'm gonna say, I said, I said it once, I said it once I said it again. This movie was the first time I saw the Wolverine on screen because they've always brought him back. They've always had a because his power, his slogan is, "I'm the best I am at what I do." I'm, I'm, oh crap, Zach! I'm sorry, I butchered it. I'm the best there is at what I do. Dang, I ripped that quote apart. And what I do isn't nice. (laughs) 
And in the more in the book, in the comics, Wolverine wrecks people all the time. Oh, shameless plug coming from Zach Davis. We'll get to that later yes, in, we will. in the comics we'll section. Plug it. We'll plug it. So Logan, I watched it. Now it's rated R. It is violent. It even his daughter's a killer and a cusser, dude. She's <laughs> awesome, dude. No. If your power is claws, your power is going to wreck people's lives. It is a it's a violent, brutal film. And man, I watched it. Popcorn eating, loving life. What a way. Oh, before we move on, there will be spoilers in this podcast. Big time spoilers. If you've not as seen soon as we get to my movies, it's I'm gonna spoil it. If you've not seen the movie, you better sneak in. You turn the volume learn. down and get out of here for the movie we're going to do. So, Logan loved it. And here's the spoiler. Turn it down right now. My hand in the air means spoiler. Spoiler! What a way for Logan to go out. That's all I got to say. Spoiler done. So, this means spoiler. Spoiler done. This means black power. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't black. You ain't nothing. You ain't fat. You ain't nothing. <laughs> uh-huh. So... Tony, what was one of your movies for okay. the year? So here we go. This, this is the one, Tony. Now, I watched this three times in the theater. Because you're the man. Because this movie is like th- this. If <laughs> what? What do you say? Just drop an F bomb oh, yeah, in the comment section. So what, dude? <laughs> so my number one for the year is Coco, believe it or not. I'm with you, Tony. No, it's, a, it's a Pixar, a Disney Pixar. It's the first time Disney really, uh, well, first time Pixar, Pixar took on, like, the Mexican culture. And I heard today that it is the highest grossing Mexican film of all time. Easy. Like, it's, it, like, the soundtrack, unbelievable. Hey, Tony, where would you see this movie with me? Okay. So the stage, dude. So our grandma, our, gra- our great-grandma and... Like, since we were kids, we've been going to Pleasanton, Texas. That's where Grandma lives. My great-grandma had a house in a small dirt town in Texas. I mean, it's, we, like, since we were kids, we'd go, and all the kids would sleep under the tables. Like, it just, it was just family. And um, literally, when we were kids, we would get, our mom would give us baths in a large metal bin in the front yard of our Lita's house. Yep. And uh, remember the big dog cage? We used to get, lock each other in there and stuff. Well, so, this past Thanksgiving, I went to Texas, and, um, all the family had left, and uh, it was me and my grandma had a whole day together. And I said, you know, Grandma, let's go to me and her, or me and her nose's favorite theaters. It's in Pleasanton, Texas. It's called the Plus Tex. I now, love the old two-theater, little small theaters in America. Like, this theater's so old, there's still a stage in front of the screen. Yep. And, um, I mean, it's just old, janky, jank, good popcorn. Um Grandma hasn't been to the theater since she was 18, and she went with me to see Coco. And it was just a theater full of Mexicans. And, and this film yelling at the screen. Mexican. Like, yeah, like the music, everybody was dancing, like little kids were dancing. And um, every time they did the Mexican yells, like grandma would yell. What's a Mexican yell? Give us a real Mexican I don't I'm sick, fool. You think I'm going to do a Mexican yell? I got no voice. Dude. I can't do it. You know what I'm going to do it, dude. How am I supposed to do it? I'm sick. Uh, do you hear me? Hey, right he, he tried. Coco tried. We're not Miguel tried, dude. So Miguel was kind of dead, too. So <laughs> if you don't know what a Mexican yell is, come to one of my barbecues and summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, no, listen, this was literally like, it's like, it was like being a kid in Texas it was, with yeah, your family. And the thing is, too, like, it's all about Day of the Dead. So it's all about family. And, like, 
I was sitting there with my grandma holding her hand, and I was just Ernesto like, de la Cruz. But uh, soundtrack unbelievable, uh, visually stunning. The I mean, colors were Mexican. It, 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 it goes, uh, it goes through and really like teaches you what Day of the Dead is all about. And um, it's just, I mean, it just feels like home. I mean, you like especially for us when you watch it. Like I went to see it with Ernesto and Angie and the kids, and uh, like literally, like right off the bat, you and Angie were so in. Dude. I, I, mean, I couldn't believe because. A lot of times in movies, Mexicans only are cholos or what? Or a maid? <laughs> or a gardener? Yeah, a worker out, like a migrant worker. See, Mexican culture, it meant a lot to me. And it was in Mexico. Like it, was, it, it was in Mexico, Mexican culture. I'm like, this, I'm like, I watched, I'm like, this was my life as a child. And seeing that on screen was, was meaningful like, to me. And it, it wasn't like, um, like our boy Zach Davis, he took his kids to see it. And uh, the Frozen cartoon was beforehand, and it like that. I mean, I, you guys probably all love Frozen. I don't have kids, so I mean, I, I don't like that shit. But the Frozen twenty-two minute cartoons before. <laughs> See, the I'm Frozen, like, damn it, get out of here with the this. The Frozen movie was put on there because they thought they thought a Mexican movie's gonna have no appeal. They didn't know there are a lot of Mexicans in America, and they will go see a movie with about their people. So Coco, but when you get to Coco, the music's like awesome. Like you enjoy the music, you love guitar. If you just that, oh, like a Spanish. Like when oh. Frozen ended in our theater, a little kid, a little white kid, was like, "Finally!" Like I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Everyone was wanted Frozen over, and it, we went into it. So Pixar, Coco. home run, way to be one of the best editing studios in the world. Two thumbs up, Coco. Okay, now to me, what movie of the year? This we have to disagree with. I'm gonna go Dunkirk. Christopher Nolan, as a filmmaker, is consistently swinging for the fence. The guy doesn't know how not to go all in. He tried every movie to catch the stars. Interstellar, I didn't love it, but I love that he swung so hard for the movie. Dunkirk is about a famous um, event in American history, in British history. It's World War II. It's sneaking historical. So here's it. I love World War II. Yeah, you do, dude. This dude. Miss anything um, historic you love. Dude, Mr. Spencer, when I was in seventh grade at Potter Elementary School in Michigan, he opened up my mind to love for cows. Dude's up, Big Brad. B-Rad. Oh, and uh, David. David Gray, I see you, baby. So Dunkirk opened up. Dunkirk, Churchill comes into power. And his first- I'm already falling asleep. His first month as Prime Minister of, of, of Great Britain, okay? First month, the entire army is wiped out. Your first month in office, everyone you got is going to die. It's like that dude who tried to put Target in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, dude. Oh, we're all in. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Blackberry. Man, people love these push-button phones. Time you phone going nowhere. What do people do? Text. This shit is texting. <laughs> Man. You can't swipe right on a Blackberry, boy. For all you Tinder freaks out there. Dunkirk is a story of how Nazi Germany pushes, surrounds the British and French military, and Steenkin is going to kill them all, and then the island's going to fall. And you're watching the three-story, 
I won't give much away. But listen, stories told, and you're thrown right in, and you kind of got to figure out what's going on. Like you, you throw them in a little story and what's happened for a little bit. Yeah, from the beginning of Lincoln. <laughs> you and Wes are like, OMG, and I'm just like, <laughs> listen, Dunkirk. First of all, action packed. Twenty. Tom, oh, uh, what's his name? Not Tom Brady. The GOAT! Um, First of all, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna, they, New England ain't gonna make it past the Steelers in the playoffs, I'll tell you that right now. They might do it. He's the GOAT! So, Nate Dogg is grandpa's cop medicine. <laughs> That's what's in your flask. He knows. Um, I got a cold, man. I was like, <laughs> um, Steve Kidd, Dunkirk, you throw in the middle of the movie. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta literally dig your way out of the story. Like, you gotta out what's going on? Where am I? What's happening? And do I still figure out what's going on? I'm like, oh my goodness. And the cop, like, the, the story's going. Some people said it was too slow, but some people, as a 99% of everybody who's seen it. Um, but uh, Steakin loved it. Can't wait to watch it again. And listen, if you're missing the theater, tell you by the way, hold on. By the way, Dave and Ashley, congratulations on the engagement. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. Way to go, guys. Yeah, dude. Okay, so let me see this. And you know they're a match made in heaven because they had a snow day and they were both playing magic together. Dude, I'm like, dang, Gina. <laughs> That's a match made in heaven. I'm telling you. Steve, so let me see this. Whenever a Nolan movie comes out, any Nolan movie, you got to watch it on the big screen IMAX. He uses IMAX cameras and seeing his movies on the IMAX screen is a, it's an unbelievable, remember in Dark Knight, the opening scene um, when you watched it in the IMAX, the opening scene was filmed on the on the roof for the yeah, Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was IMAX. It felt it felt huge. And then the movie Too started. And it went back to normal letterbox. That movie was so incredible, dude. So I'm saying, oh, by the way, Nate Dogg, it's Jameson. Okay. So Dunkirk, love, great actors, great story, great tension. Great director, Nolan, you're my man. No, you're my boy. What you got Good next? Boy, Blue. Okay, next. This is it. This is it. Okay. Now. <laughs> so. Bill, dude, what's up, dude? Bill, you're so stupid. Listen, this dude thinks I, I understand. Goon, like, Bill, you're the goon, fool. This dude played hockey when he went to Liberty. So he was like, goon. Movie. You're the goon. This is the little engine that could. I said of this film, I said it couldn't be good. I said this movie could not you be good. You said movie? This movie? Yes, my I, movie? I thought no way it could be good. First of all, you said it's going to be awesome. Before the first trailer, oh, I was okay, convinced okay, okay, okay. it couldn't be good. Okay, now here's the thing. Now, there's this new thing called audiobooks. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. But I don't read. I, I do not read. And um, Ernesto got me the audiobook for it this year. For Christmas. And, last um, year. So I listened to it. And uh, the fucking thing was 47 hours or something. And uh, it was incredible. Incredible. So you got me and Ernesto, since we were kids, It, Stephen King's It, was like just a, like our, our first favorite horror movie. And um, on TV when we were little kids, if you it, just, heard, it, just, it, blew, it blew our mind. If you got heard our It podcast, go back in the feed. I'll post on this. Wow. It was something. It was something. Dang, Bill, eat muffs. It's a PG-13 stinking... Okay, anyways. So, um, I know you meant earmuffs. I'm just teasing you. So, after reading the book, or listening to the book, I got two perspectives. I got the 90s movie made for TV, which could only be so crazy because it was a TV movie. 
And then you get the book, which is like NC Stinking 17. Book is and then, like there's stuff that happens in this book. You're like, dang, Stephen King, you nasty. He's fuck. nasty. Like, nasty. Dang, like, why you even gotta put I mean, they're, they're riding the bike, right? I mean, why she got a feel on them? Like, what? So then the movie. I mean, we're, we're building this movie up. I mean, I mean, for like a year, we're getting ready. Wait for the movie. And um, we had expectations, but like Ernesto said, when the when the trailer dropped, it was like, dude, this could be sick. This could be a real movie. This, this could be sick. So. And listen, I don't go to Thieves and Horror movies, so I can't handle it. I know, Mr. Blair Witch, too. I get scared. This dude, and don't go see a scary movie the, with him, dude. The whole week before this movie, I'm like, I'm like I was like, Yo, you, know going, going, you, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? He told me, too. He said, listen, because it's it, I'm going to go with you to see it. And I'm like, dang, dude, you must Because he can't handle scary movies. Like, this dude is so bad, his wife will tell him, listen. You did it to yourself. I ain't even gonna stink and uh, cuddle with you tonight. You're gonna be all scared. I'll be like, scared. She's like, it's your fault. So we go and like, first of all, how about the random racist chick at the beginning? Of the that movie? was the craziest. Like, comes to us in a full theater, and we're waiting for this thing to start, and she just starts in on the craziest uh, I mean, Arabic, and we're like, we're not Arabic, Mexican, or Mexican. I talk ten in Spanish. Uno, dos, three. And we're, we're like, all these people are like, what the? So we end up moving away from her because we want to enjoy. Like, if there's one thing that we cannot handle is when somebody ruins a movie for us. So <clears throat> she goes, do whatever she's going to do. We move back up like ten rows. Yep. Movie starts. Now, let me just tell you, the kid from Stranger Things is the perfect Richie. Like, he was, uh, it, I'm telling you, they, first of all, they casted the kids. Incredible! Richie was so good. He was so funny. That literally, at the weeks, weeks after the movie, Tony was jumping too far and giving Richie face like too far. It was you. <laughs> I, I, I was doing it so you'd be like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think she feels running around the sewer with one shoe? <laughs> it's a dead girl, dude. It was <laughs> like I'm telling you. But here's the thing. Now, if you Andrew, listen. You're gonna watch this movie. You're gonna watch this well, movie. Well, listen, okay, now. It's not let full me, let me, hard. Let, man, dang, dude. Let me preface this by saying don't think it's gonna be the scariest movie you've ever seen. It's it, it's more of a good story. It's a, it takes from the, the original 90s movie. Yes. And from the book. Yes. Like, there's a lot of things that happen in the book, and we're like, oh, that happened in the book. Like, it, like, we nerded out because we had the book and the movie. And, it is the perfect blend of the two worlds. It is. Now, they casted the kids perfect. It was unbelievable. Perfect. perfect. There were moments in this movie I'm like, this is what being a little boy in America like, felt like. Mike, in perfect. I mean, oh, Richie was perfect. Oh, ben, perfect. Ben Hatch. Ben was better than the 90s. Yes, he was. Ben Hatch. And I'll tell you what, the surprise <laughs> of the whole movie for me, Eddie Spaghetti was my second favorite over Ben. Like, Eddie Spaghetti was awesome. Like he, like he would always try to rein in Richie, but like he had without like meaning to was funny. Like it was like whoa. Like and his mom was perfect too. Oh my god, just gosh. like the mom from the book. Yes, she was. And um, I mean, I'm never you, gonna it's, say it's on Blu-ray right now. It's it on just Apple. came out. Just came out. It's worth the watch, you guys. I'm not gonna say that this guy's Tim Curry caliber. But I am going to say, he's thinking, he hit it. If Tim Curry is a grand slam, this dude's an in-the-park home run. But this dude, he nailed it. I mean, his 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 uh, facial expressions, the way he talks, like when he looked at Ben, he's like, is this not real enough for you, Ben? 
Is this? And I'm just like, damn, dude. Like, when they go to his house, insane. Agreed, David. Agreed. Okay, don't worry. We're gonna get to. We're gonna get to yeah, that, yeah. David. Don't worry. Now, my next movie. Here we go. A lot of good movies came out this year. First of all, the fact that Ernesto's got this one, it it makes me upset that I didn't spend more time. And Nate Dog, you can understand when he says this. I love a good action movie. Love it. I speak the language of, of I speak the language I speak. And this year we were given a great treat with the resurgence, the the, the re resurgence of our good friend Keanu Reeves in well, John Wick Two, dude. He never really went anywhere. He he wasn't he was a leading man for a while. He was kind of in the just off in the background. John Wick Two. Wick Two blew my I went see it. I thought me and Nate Dog went see it together. John Wick One was a surprise. You're like you can't text that again. No, John Wick One. You didn't know. You didn't see it coming. A kind of reason, older man. How can it be? And that movie grabbed you by the, the feels, and you were with them, dude. Yeah. Um, Steakin, I love this. I don't I watched it, and you still had the emotion, dude. Jello two, Steakin, he fulfills his marker. And the guy betrays him, and dude, there are some sequences in this film, action wise, that blew my First mind. Of all, this movie made me want his dog. That dog was amazing. I can't wait to go over to Nate's house so I can play with his dog. Just think about this movie. Listen, I'm playing something right now, and that's, it's hard. I, I, I'm not trying to be um, overspeak. I'm not trying to be exaggerative. I'm, I'm terrible at words tonight. What? First of all, what exaggerative? I'm not trying to like say words for no reason. Joseph Lovett in the house. Essie Meadows in the house. I'm saying this. Okay, so I'm saying. B Rad with the stinky clown face. That's funny. Dude. <laughs> I'm saying this. If John Wick 3 is good. I 100% agree with this. This might be a contender for the greatest trilogy of all time. Listen, if John Wick 3 is 75% of what 1 and 2 is, it will, like, hands down be the best trilogy ever. I'm saying you get a lot of movies that hold the line all the way through the movies. John Wick 2, and you know, I love that that, that was she a deaf girl. She signed, right? Her as a villain, she was bad at the bone. Uh, she yeah. was a monster, yeah. dude. Said, I love the movie, enjoyed it, and I can't wait for the third of when he part two ends. Part two ends, you're like, what's gonna happen next? It's when he, it, when he breaks that rule. It's crazy. <laughs> like this dude thought he was safe, dude. Oh, he's eating, he's eating his food like, like oh. what up, food? <laughs> Ali, Ali, what up? Free. What up, blood? <laughs> okay, what you got next, Tony? Okay, now. Here we go. There's a lot of haterade on this movie. Haterade? And I'm not, by any means, the caliber of nerd that Ernesto is. But I enjoy good story, good uh, fantasy, uh, great, um, great acting jobs. Like, the new Star Wars, Last Jedi, was... So good. I have to go see it again. Yes. Because it was just too much. Like, they gave you too you got much. Got a mad face. Got a mad face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Listen. Anybody who thought, who wants to say that Star Wars, the new one sucked, kiss my ass. Because it was awesome. <laughs> Listen. It was awesome. It's, listen, I haven't been, I haven't been. How many curveballs were in this That's movie, it, dude? It was like, right how about Lord Dern from Stinking Jurassic Park was awesome. I 
literally, there's moments I held my breath. I didn't know where it was going. And when I thought of, I thought it was going to turn, it would, it would turn the other way on me I know. all the time. And I have to agree with Mrs. Ermagerd. Dude, Benicio shows up out of nowhere. I didn't even know he was in the movie. Here's the thing. Here's the this movie. This is Star Wars. It's saying Star Wars is for a new generation. We got to let go of the old and make new stories. And fans didn't like that. It's, it's moving beyond Han. Beyond, it's, it's moving beyond all. All characters are getting older. Carrie just died on us. This, I can't believe she was in the movie so much. I'm saying this movie's saying there's a, you know what this movie did? This movie. Hey, kick ass. That's what it did. Spoiler. There's spoiler. I'm gonna, yeah. Spoiler. 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 Um, Power to the people. This movie, when this, when this goes away, spoiler's over, okay? Turn your volume all the way down. Spoiler right now. This movie took the force out of the one family and did, made it for all the people. And I'm cool with that. I'm way cool with that, dude. I, I, I mean, because you know what? Anakin was a nobody and became a somebody. It happened to anybody. Spoilers out. So, in my opinion, one of my top five favorite movies of the year. Beautifully shot. Yes. And you know, Ryan Johnson, the director, director's a good director. He did Looper. Mm. Good. Bruce Willis and. Jason Joseph Gordon Lovett. Did you see that one? Yeah. Okay. And he did Brick. Did you see Brick? Yeah, that movie was great. Wait, wait, oh. wait, wait. Brick, Brick. Brick, who's in that? Joseph Gordon Lovett. What? Who else is in it? That's it. I don't know if I've seen it. What's it it's, about? It's like a it's a detective movie in high school. It's so good. The girl from Mom lost it. The girl's pregnant. Claire. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say if Kate's in it, I'm so glad. So, Dang, Gina. It's Star Wars. I'm going with one here. My next movie. This one also. Brick is amazing. Brick Dang, is amazing. Zach Holmes. We told you the spoilers. Just turn it down, and then yeah. we're going to move on. This to means spoiler, and we let it go. You're back. Yeah. So, Zach, you can start watching again. Zach, Zach Holmes, come on back. Not Zach Davis. Davis, you're the man you here. Zach, this is why I don't love about Zach Davis. He's like, man, I ain't seen none of this stuff. I'm just going to watch anyway. <laughs> now, my next movie, here we go. This movie made me smile ear to ear. Here's the deal. I am a comic book nerd, man. I love me comic books. I, I mean... I enjoy superheroes. I enjoy superheroics. I enjoy becoming better than you are. And I think no movie showed superheroism better than, as far as I'm concerned, better than Spider-Man Homecoming. This is the best Spider-Man that's ever been on the silver screen. Agreed. Better than Tobey Maguire. Better than Andrew Garfield. The best we've ever had. I'm telling you, the kid captures uh, teenage angst. He captures awkwardness. You see him try to balance school life, superheroism. And when he when he turns and he's like all ripped up, he don't even know how to handle that. Dude. And, and Michael Keaton and, and, as a villain. Oh wow. my Keaton. He's he's minus. Got the minus touch. Everything he touches turns to gold right now. Keaton is getting home right now. Listen, because of all the movies he's been in the last like five years, I can't wait for the sequel to be just. I mean, it, it, him and Winona are in it. No way. Yeah. So it's not its not a remake. It's a sequel. Keaton is just knocking out of the park. And Spider-Man Homecoming, me and my kids watched it. And, like, there's a part where Spider-Man, okay, spoiler for Spider-Man, it's buried in a pile of rubble. And he cries like a, like a kid. You've never seen a hero that's young cry. He's like, help. Remember he's crying? And he's, he's like, a teenager. I'm dude. saying that vulnerability 
grabbed me. But I was a junior. I stubbed my toe, and I was like, when my son, when he bench pitched that stick, my son was like, you doing Spider-Man? Just cheering the screen out. I'm like, yeah. Dude, spoiler off. It's a great film. I it was a, I laughed. I enjoyed okay, it. Hold on, hold on. Spoiler. Spoiler. Um, when he comes to pick up his date and Keaton answers the door, dude. That's the great Holy shit. I was confused. I'm like, uh, did he kidnap her? Right, I thought the like, same thing. I thought the same thing, dude. Then you see the black mom and you understand, like, oh man. It's her dad. <sighs> spoiler off. Okay. Tony, your last movie. This is Tony's last movie of the year. What do you got, dude? Okay. Now, saw this movie twice in the theater. I'm gonna catch mad hate. Why? Because people are are stupid. But listen, I might not catch mad hate on, on our fan base, um, especially David. I know you'll you'll dig this soundtrack alone. Soundtrack alone, and we might catch hate just because Spacey's in it. Let him ride. Spacey might be a Terrible human being, great actor. Great actor. So is Mel Gibson. Hates juice, great actor. I mean, <laughs> sugar tits to the cop, whatever. <laughs> he did not say that. Yeah. What an he idiot. Called the female cop sugar tits. But Baby Driver was dope. Dope. If you love driving, I love driving. If you love music, I love music. This is your movie. I, I'm telling you. It's so it badass. Opening scene. How? Playing the drums in the car. You play, it's what you do. It's what I do. Driving around, dashboard. Dude, yeah. that's why the name Dashboard Confessional is a good name of a band because we've all been there. Dashboard Confessional, dude. Yeah, because I'm, I'm telling my, my dashboard all about this dumbass bitch. Oh. You're so stupid, dude. Um, listen, action, awesome. Love story, awesome. Characters, there's new team every job. Dude, so the characters. John Ham. Oh man, wow. John Ham's hair was amazing. Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox was a pimp. Was scary. Yeah. He was scary. He was awesome. Um, who played John Ham's girl? I can't remember. She was crazy too. Kevin Spacey was just good. Yeah. I mean, the cast is solid cast. It's a great story. I loved it, dude. I thought it was it was so good. I I want. To buy the soundtrack. Dude, Coco and Baby Driver, the soundtrack. Listen, this Baby Driver soundtrack is at least 38 songs. It's two CDs long. It's, but it's, it's great. Even a song that B-A-B-Y, that song is so, when she's singing it, remember she's walking by, you're like, oh, dude. I love when he, like, how they would incorporate the things that he was walking by into the song. It was, the graffiti. The was, editing was insane. Great, great movie. Um, Edgar Wright made that movie. Edgar Wright, my mind can do nothing wrong. What, what else you got? He's got the Cornetto trilogy. Who? Cornetto's? Cornetto, the ice cream trilogy. He's got um, ice cream trilogy. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and um, at World's End. At World's End. Baby Driver, Nate Dog. Baby Driver. The movie. Edgar Wright, and you know what else he did? He's the guy who wrote Ant-Man, which was one of the best Marvel. Uh, because, I'm, I'm going to tell you something else. Was that Captain America when all the, everybody showed up? Ant-Man and Spider-Man? Like, I knew then that Spider-Man was going to be amazing. Yes, from Civil War. You and I didn't know that Marissa Tomei was about to be Ant-Man. Oh. When he starts to, to the perv, he's like, how's that mean? He's yeah, all yeah. talking about he's, it. He's borderline uh, Wahlberg. With yeah. like, <laughs> it's a treat fest. If it happens, you call me. You didn't need anything, you call me. 
Does he not hear me? <laughs> okay. Those are our movies of the year. You have other movies? This movie we didn't get to see this year. I didn't, see, I didn't see Get Out this year. I didn't see... Get Out was badass. I didn't see... Um, Darkness, Coming Darkness, Hour of Darkness. Darkest Hour? The, the one that just came out about Churchill. Darkest Hour? Darkest Hour! Way to pull that! Too bad. Only, there's only 50% of the people didn't want to see that. Um, so, there's only ones we haven't seen yet that I want to see, but it's what we saw that we loved this year. So now we're moving on to our TV shows of the year. Top shows. Shows that year. we watched and loved. Now, for me, shows are way harder. I don't watch many shows because shows are a big commitment. Like TV shows, it's hours and hours of watching. I don't have hours, but there are a few shows I had to watch this year. My number one show I watched this year was Stranger Things Season 10. Two. Season Ted. two. Season two, Stranger Things. Listen, some guys didn't like it, said it was slower than the last season. Man. People said a lot of things. Listen, I thought for sure they couldn't capture it again, and they captured it again. <laughs> Sean Austin came out of nowhere. Boom! Killed it. The kids all also introducing the new kid. What's her name? Um, Mad Max. Mad Max was awesome. Dude, badass. Um, these, the, dude, it made the bully from season one. All of a sudden, he became one of the coolest guys in the world. And a new bully. Oh, oh here it is, a new bully. Man, the, I, I love the show. I can't wait for season three. I season two was the bomb at Sheriff. I, I hope his career takes off because he's a great Listen, actor. Have you seen him? He's the new... Um, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Hellboy. No, he's, he's not. He's the new Hellboy, dude. You might want to use the he's ripped. That's good for him. Yeah. I'm pumped. I love when a show opens someone's career up like that. He's like, he just off the races, dude. Sticking up. Mike got Richie because of that show. Mike yeah, yeah, Mike for things. Like, take your things. That 80s nostalgia helped it. You know, when they play the same nostalgia thing, we're perfect because we're all 80s kids. Yeah, we are. We're old. Yep. So, Stranger Things 2 was big for me. What do you got for you this year? Um, listen, when you love Breaking Bad as much as I did, and just like you said, they can't, it's hard to capture. That especially, again. Especially with Offshoot Show. Um, Better Call Saul Season 2. Or no, season, season three, four, 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 four time. Whatever it was, new season was so badass. I think it was season three. Oh my! Oh, MG! Now they're they're um starting to introduce characters from Breaking Bad that you know. Like Gus is a big part of the show now. Like here's the thing: I I am right now four episodes from being done Breaking Bad. Four episodes. I can't I'm not finish. I'm afraid I don't want to end. But you tell me, finish it. So you what they're called Saul. Honestly, I'll tell you, Saul. Did you scroll up or Oh shoot. House of Cart, baby driver. Yep, yep. Um but uh so listen, so um what were you saying? Beast of No Nation. It's it's a movie, that's a movie. That's like that's 2016, not 2017. 2016 movie. Okay. Uh it's it just Elba, I think. Um but uh we're talking about Better Call Saul. Yeah, but it bad when Saul was introduced, one of my favorite characters in the entire show. He's amazing. What does uh Jesse say? You don't need, we don't need a criminal lawyer. We need a criminal. Lawyer. That's a great line. And Saul is the sh coolest, shadiest lawyer I've ever seen on television. I, I love him. You can't, you can't help but love the guy. And the thing they show out of him, I, I do want to watch it. It's, it stayed good. It's so good. And here's the thing, too. It's, it's a really big take on brothers. 
like huge. <sighs> I gotta see it. It's so good, and and Odenkirk is so good. Oh, it's great, man. Man, is he good? Okay, so I watched this year. Just finished it. Um, just finished it. Stinking. We're good. Yep, just finished it. Literally yesterday night. Finished it last night. Been watching it for a few few months now. I'm glad you put this on here. You finished it. I finished it. What did I tell you about the last two episodes? Listen. I've not been able to watch any of the Marvel Netflix shows. No Daredevil, no Luke Cage, no Iron Fist, no Jessica Jones, no Defenders. They released Punisher, who's my man. I Punisher Comics, Frank Castle is a guilty pleasure legit for me. I turned out for the episode of, and I haven't seen any of the stuff he came before. I didn't need to. I cut off the speed with it. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you something right now. If I didn't believe in God, I'd be Frank Castle. Vengeance is a dish best served cold. Steakin, watching him try to deal with his... You know what the movie's, the show's about? It's a lot about PTSD, dude. Uh, too bad they cover everything. Dude, look, we know guys that came back from Afghanistan and Iraq that were forever changed. That, Literally don't know how to re-come back. And the show shows how guys are, they can't put the guns down. And the show was about, um, it's about what war does to people. It breaks humanity. And man, it was a powerful, and that show ended. I don't know where they go. Artists in 2000 have been approved. How about? And you know what? The, that stinking actor, John Bernthal. 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 What a break for him. He's Dude, everything he's in is awesome, though. Like, you haven't seen Fury yet, have you? I've not seen Fury yet. Two. I love Pitt, too. Uh, Michael Pena. I love Michael and, Pena. And that is, um, what's his name? Um, a crazy dude that was in the Crystal Skull. Uh, Sasha something? Sasha Baron Cohen? No, no, no. <laughs> the guy that was in Stinking uh, Constantine. The Driver. Is that Sasha something? You mean Transformers guy? Yeah. He was a guy from Transformers. Somebody tell us. What's the kid from Transformers name? He's the uh he's the Constantine. I'm too lazy to look at my phone right now. Shia LaBeouf. Good call, hey, dog. You're the man. Listen. Fury, his role of his life, bro. Unbelievable. But with that said, what did I tell you about the last two episodes of the Punisher? The Punisher, <laughs> first of all. That show ended with just fireworks. Was it amazing, though? And how now he's finally scared? <laughs> okay. So, what's your next show, Tony, that you watched today you loved? Okay. What's it, what, three days? Listen, a week? No, no, no. A day and a half. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm going to get hate on this just because this is a, a, a Midwest, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Hillbilly like just Midwest. For I shouldn't like it as much as I do. Um, the Ranch on Netflix. It is so good, dude. Like, and here and here's another another thing that I'm basing my picks on is my personal enjoyment of it. Right. And if I can sit, if I sit there with a show, and I'm like, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. I can, but I need two. I need to watch two more episodes before I go to sleep. It, the ranch is so funny. And Sam Elliott plays the dad. Okay. 
I mean, national treasure. Sam Elliott is. And, and the new the new season has the dad has read from Seventy Show, and him and Sam Elliott when they share screen time, it's like who can one up each other being the asshole, and it's it's amazing, dude. You it's love amazing. the show. Dude. I love it's it's done. I mean, I watched I've watched every season that came out. It's done in a weekend. It, I tell you, what's ten episodes in a weekend? Fruit. Okay, next for me. Going to be a long ball from you guys here. I love documentaries. Love documentary. I love seeing just well-made documentaries. And what came out this year uh, by CNN called the '90s. It's like a seven seven episode series. You showed me one on Netflix. We watched the one on music. It was so Badass. well done. It, it did. It did all the genres. The country grow the, the, the birth of growth. The scene Nirvana destroyed glam rock. Is uh, always fun. How about seeing Garth Brooks make country the biggest thing ever? Garth Brooks. People don't realize how huge Garth was. We liked Garth. Liked. I love Garth. Dude, dude loved. Oh, Henry just saw Jumanji. What do you think of Jumanji, dude? Thumbs up, baby. Henry, I told you it's the funniest movie. Oh my goodness. So, um, the, so nineties episode on Steakin music was fantastic. The one on TV shows, dude. People don't remember the Seinfeld and Friends ruled the world in the nineties. I 90s. can't believe Seinfeld has been over almost twenty years. Dude, those shows. Did they say Friends at the peak of the Friends, like when it was the biggest show on TV? They said one of every four Americans watched it live. The night it came on. I believe it. That's crazy. One of four TVs in America watched one show when Fred was kicking teeth in. That, those Nelson ratings are unbelievable. And so they also did Pol- – Ah, <laughs> was up the rock? Um, so you can, the, 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 the scene goes through the presidents, goes through Bush and Clinton, which was awesome. It, it goes through terrorism. Ter- the, 90s, the 90s, there was terrorism, dude. Oklahoma City's bombing. It hits Nancy Kerrigan, don't it? So it's sports. <laughs> it, it's a great if you if you want to remember the nineties, it's a it's a good flash of the past. Give it a watch. CNN in the nineties on CNN or on Netflix. It's watchable beyond belief. Tony, we got next. Okay, next. I'll make this quick because I, as manly of a man as I am, I should watch <laughs> this shit. Um, but Fuller House is just fantastic. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I watched the newest season, nine episodes. It was, it was the second half of season three. I watched nine episodes in under two days. I mean, shut up, Beal. <laughs> um, dude, Fernando is amazing. Max is amazing. Hanging the hills, I watched an episode of Fuller House, and I love the cheese. It's amazing. It, dude, because back in the day, TGIF. This is why. Friday. This is why Fuller House is so funny. The first season. Um, Melissa, what up, girl? So What's listen. Up, girl? In the first season. Yeah. <laughs> Feel you're so stupid. So the first season, they make a joke about Alanis Morissette. You ought to know. And Dave Coulier is there. It's just Canadian. he's Canadian, right? Well, they say that that song's about her. They say you they say you ought to know it's about Dave Coulier. That's the rumor. No! She was dating him. No! But yes! That's hilarious! That's they made this joke about it, and it's so funny, dude. It's so funny. Like they they and they go back to the <laughs> <laughs> dude, they, they, dude, I mean, uh, you kids on the blocker on one episode. I mean, 
Austin, what's up, dog? That's the one I was telling you about. Son, Tyler's a big fan of us. Austin, here's to you, dude. <laughs> You're so, whew, Fuller House. Fuller House is amazing. And, uh, Fernando is so, Timmy Gibbler's husband, ex-husband. Is she still like really weird? It's the weirdest ever. And uh, to get even weirder, Stephanie can't have a baby. So Kimmy is now her surrogate. It's crazy. It's crazy, dude. I love it. Give me the cheese. Give me the drama, boy. <laughs> um, okay. Who's a Michigander? Fernando? No way. Or Dave Coulier? Fernando Coulier's from Canada. Coulier's a Canadian, dude. Okay. So I got a show. A lot of this is smoking. That show I watch this year. I watch it every season. I literally order Hulu for like three months. Watch the show and turn it off again. I know it's not Game of Thrones. Ah! Nope. I like the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That it's show's a dumb, amazing. It's a comedy. Has my boy Terry Crews, who was an alma mater here the Southwestern in Steakton for Michigan. Terry Crews went to Southwestern High School here in Flint. Hold on. Rewind. Nate might be right because Dave Coulier always wears Red Wing stuff. He does. He might, he might be right. Good call, Nate. No, um, but Steakton, um, oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy, dude. But uh, he loves his Tim Hortons boy. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Terry Crews from Flint. And also the main guy. Uh, who's the main guy? That comedian. Um, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Reminds me of my good Ira friend, Jared, Jared Hartman. So I watched that show. Just so I can just miss Jared. I'm like, I miss Jared. Jared, I love you, dude. You, <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> um, With your trouser snake. <laughs> it's a tattoo on his leg. But that's, he's a dumb guy getting that on his leg. And people like look at him like, what? I told him, I'm going to get that same tattoo if he gets one of mine. Okay, so Brooklyn Nine-Nine makes me laugh. I enjoyed it. There was a episode this, this season. Isn't that crazy how the team ends up being gay? It's so funny. It, that show's so funny. Dude, I, I mean, not that anything wrong with being gay. <laughs> I'm just saying it's funny because he's like a cheap like, man, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, if I was just like, man, oh, I love the D, man. Put the flash down. Oh, um, I'm, listen, it's called Grandpa's Cop Medicine. Well, I'm okay. sick. So, your last show, what do you got, Tony? Okay, now listen. Anybody knows me at all, like really knows me, they know that I'm, I'm a caveman, man's man, but I'm the most sensitive fool. Sad sack over here. Sad sack McGee. This is us. Is the best show I've ever seen. This season destroyed me, but it hurts so good. The writing's amazing. What's your what's your tradition when that show every Tuesday night? Number one, when I watch This Is Us, I don't even eat popcorn, and that's my thing. I don't eat popcorn because I don't want the crunch to cover up a line. Because the the writing is just. It's it's insane, sad sack McGee. <laughs> but listen, if you start This Is Us from season one, you're gonna be like, I can't handle the crap. You won't answer the my phone. Life. Listen, there's a guy on there. I, I heard. Yeah, it's our story. Yeah, this is us, dude. I mean, it's us. Let's move on before I get too worked okay, up. Okay, okay. So now we move into we do our movies, our shows. Let's go into our music now. I'm not as musically into as I used to be. I used to, I listen, we are stuck in, I mean, we're 20 years old in music. Literally, 20, 30. One 20. of my pumpkin picks is, 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 a, is a throwback. 
But these are albums from 2017 that we actually like. I mean, if you if you looked at our Spotify to see what we've listened to the most, listen, we're probably both Billy Joel. Billy Joel, like I was becoming Nate Coley and Dave's jamming Billy Joel. He's like, really? I'm like, look at this. Too bad. <laughs> um, Songs listen to Allentown, dude. Too, don't get me started. <laughs> Allentown, <laughs> Allentown. I want to hear that. <laughs> That and Saigon, dude. Don't, don't get me started, dude. Dude, don't get me started on uh, scenes from Italian restaurant, dude. Dude, come on. If you didn't have Billy Joel's Greatest Hits Volume One and Two, you're crazy. Okay, so I'll, I'll throw my my first album is Jank and Jank. I agree, Cat. By the way, I agree. Okay, my so my first album is is Jank and Jank, super nerd album. It's called Hero of Time by Eric Buchholz. B-U-C-K-H-O-L-Z. This album is a instrumental. It's basically a symphony. Okay, so this year I rediscovered Zelda. And I played through three Zelda games with my daughter. Me and my daughter play Zelda together and we love it, okay? Just me and my daughter playing Zelda. <laughs> but uh, this guy did an album as though you're playing through Ocarina of Time. And you're the biggest nerd I've ever been in my life. <laughs> He's like, Street Fight Man, A7. Oh, is it C7 or G7? I don't remember. You just said G8. <laughs> Do you like pina coladas? <laughs> oh. <laughs> And he's like, these fools. But <laughs> that Zelda soundtrack, I listen to it. It's oh, oh, dude. So, um, or um, always a woman to me, dude. Even though she's a hoochie, she's a she's, a, she's not a good girl. She's a bitch. <laughs> she's nine out of ten girls I date. But Hero of Time by the Zelda soundtrack. Hero of Time is beautiful. Like playing the game, like going through levels. It's uh, and it's just a beautiful, so beautiful music. If you're a video game nerd, Hero of Times on Apple Music for free. Listen to it. And for all those people that say Metallica's Load Album sucked, listen to Hero of the Day. That sounds amazing. Listen, to Zelda, I, I, babe, Zelda is epic. It gives inspires me to move, move. It inspires me to keep on going forward. It perspires him to do this podcast. <laughs> What's your first album of the of first album? album of the year? Listen, like I said. If you know anything about me, I'm like 90s McGee. Like, that's, that's what I do. 90s, everything. But along the way, there's been a few bands. Make it through. That, like, I was like, okay, it, the simplicity, the catchiness. Okay, now this band, my favorite album by this band was The Suburbs until this album comes out. This album beats The Suburbs? Yes. Okay, Arcade wow. Fire has a new album called Everything Now. That is I like the album. It's like disco, rock, indie. Like, oh my, it's so good. Um, it's a good driving album. It's a good sleeping album. It's a good people are over. It's playing in the background album. Arcade Fire hits home runs, dude. Yeah, listen to the album again. Listen to the album it's again. So good. You, you give it that kind of high praise. That's why you said bam when I sent you that text. Yeah, I was like, Arcade Fire, sweet. That good single was awesome. That album, but you said the whole album was solid, dude. There's a song. I'll send it to you. Oh my goodness, dude. Okay, my next album is a '90s throwback. Okay, listen. I 
Karen, hey girl. I I really enjoy Billy's wife, Karen. Oh shoot, hey Miss Karen. Um, I really like the cranberries from the 90s. I love her voice. But those songs, you still again, they're a little dated. I'm just saying how they're mixed, how they're you know, they would practice. <laughs> cranberries did a new album Hi, called, called Something Else. It's their biggest hits. All recorded with a string, string you know, quartet. Uh, Ashley, I think I think he wants to know if I listen to Glass Jaw. Yes, I do. And that new album's amazing. <laughs> okay, okay. So the new Cranberries album was stinking, blew my mind. Like hearing those songs with a string quartet, Alice and her it. voice just burning the world down. Still, she got that voice still solid. And man, love the album. The Cranberries new album was doing a lot this year. One of my on point albums, twenty seventeen. I that is amazing, dude. We were I this guy right here. What's up, girl? Come Can meet me. Show me. Uh, literally, listen to this. This guy, the, the man, Sean O'Dell's gonna get us into to see the Cranberries at what's gonna the place? The Stick of Fillmore. At the Fillmore! But she blew out her back and catched the show. I was gonna be a superhero to my wife. This is what happens when we get old, dude. Blow out your back, blow out your chonies. I mean, it happens, dude. <laughs> it happens, bro. Sometimes you almost don't make the podcast at nine thirty. Got a cold, got a cold going on. <laughs> okay, folks, Seymour. I tried to, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. It's days like this. I'm glad I'm single, dude. Oh, Standing there like Winnie the Pooh trying to clean your chonies in the sink. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> you guys have no idea what we're talking about, but he does, dude. Okay. What's your next album? I'm just glad I got Gordettos and I corn nuts, boy. <laughs> okay. Next album. Listen. Beal's going to like this one. I'm a big indie rock, alt rock, like... Hardcore-ish, I guess. Um, I listen to everything. But Circa Survive. Circa Survive. Circa Survive put out a new album this year. Are they, how, how is it, oh, newer band, older band? Um, they've been around since late 90s, probably. Okay. Um, they got a, man, they got a couple of insane albums. But this one's called The Amulet. I just went to um, see Thrice and Circa Survive. Fillmore. Wow. And it was incredible. Um, th- okay, Bill, I'll give it to you. Uh, thrice kind of kind of blew him out. Um, thrice is more my thing, but but Circus Survive, they have an album that really is like really good. This album, some of the best stuff they've done. Nice. Uh, I haven't heard from them in a long time. Um, the singers' vocals are so like such a high range. I'm I'm shocked that they're st- he's still hitting those notes like um, so. Circus Survive, Amulet. If you like kind of like a progressive thing, amazing drums, like really crazy vocals, great guitar, bass. I mean, it's, it's a great band. Um, if you haven't listened to them, check out the Amulet. It's a great album. Um, We'll put a link. We'll put the a driving album. We'll put a link to all these records and movies and shows in the in the show notes. Yes. Okay. Now, for me, album that would been a lot to me this year was an album called "All Things Were Together." It's a rap album by an artist named Lecrae. Uh, first of all, Lecrae is a Christian artist, 
who can hang with any rapper out there. Any rapper. He literally stopped He's so catering. real, dude. He stopped catering to the church and went off to the, into the normal rap music market. Oh, he's hanging out the BET Awards. He's doing his thing, dude. Lecrae, I'm telling you, so he had a song this year called Poor. Hold on. Nate, Cash, you're crazy, dude. Thrice is amazing. Every album is amazing. Now, his new album had a song about being brought poor that, I mean, like can punch in the gut. Too bad you sent it to me and I listened. I'm like, damn, why am I like you sending this while I'm driving all day listening, thinking about this stuff? I, his new stuff, it's a lot more about just. Who's NF? Is also a rapper. Okay. He's a, he's, I, don't, I don't know that word. He's from so Lansing. Now, I don't know. I don't a lot of rap. I don't a lot of rap. But Lecrae, there's so much heart and so much. There's a knife of truth on there. And there's still life. It's still suffering. But there's he's trying to make his way in the world. He's trying to do his art. He's trying to understand his history, his future, and his place in the church. Because honestly, when he's, he's, he's a black guy trying to live in the, the white evangelical church. It didn't play. You can't, he, and he, he left and said, I don't fit here. He left, and I watched him do his thing. It's been great for me as a man. I love his music. I like his, his platform. Look crazy, the bomb, y'all. That's all I gotta say. Nate Doug, why you calling me out, dude? I don't remember saying it sucked, dude. Buster Douglas, I'm seeing you tomorrow, Paul. Tony, what's your last album? Okay, let's see. Here we go. It's a good one, dude. All right. Good now, album. This is gonna come from left field. But anybody who knows me knows I've been a truck driver for 11 years, going on 12 years. And there's a rule. You're a truck driver. There's a rule. When you're a truck driver, you don't have to love new country. You have to love country, country. You do. Um, I'm talking Johnny Cash, Merle Haggard, Willie. Um, you you got to even like some Kenny Rogers. Um, you know some Skillet. John Marshall will be Skillet Rock this year. I didn't listen to it. I don't know. Okay, now listen. Reba McIntyre is my first crush, dude. Um, I love country. A lot of new country sucks. With the exceptions of like Zach Brown and there's a couple of new guys, but like George Strait, Al Jackson, all the old stuff, Tim McGraw, great stuff. Clint Randy Black, Travers. Randy Travers. Travis. Uh, as far as newer artists go, I think Josh Turner is right right there with the old guys. But there's a country, newer country guy. There was a big, uh, he was a songwriter. Feels <laughs> crazy. <laughs> you call me an illegal alien fool? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, first of all, okay. Bill, you better be watching the fights tomorrow night. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, but Chris Stapleton put out two albums this year. He put out uh, From from a Room, Volume 1 and 2. Alabama, Alabama is... Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> Alabama's G, dude. Josh Turner's the band. But Chris Stapleton, From a, from a Room, Volume 1 and 2. I'm going to count that as one album because there's only nine songs on each one. You listen to those two albums in a row. I'm voting. To, I'm telling you right now, Austin. I'm telling you. Listen, those two, insane, bro. They're that good. Stapleton is, dude. It should, it, it, he should have came out 30 years ago. He's so badass. He's transcending new country with that old country sound. He's the baddest right now, dude. And I mean, this is coming from a guy who loves Dwayne Yoakam. I mean, I love the old John Anderson in the house. You know what I'm saying? I love good old country. This dude is up with any, he can hang with anybody, dude. So, Andrew Reed in the house. 
Andrew, you just missed our music portion of the podcast. You just can't believe it. it. You just missed it. It just stopped, man. It just stopped. <laughs> I knew that was coming, dude. <laughs> um, okay. So, millionaire is the jam, <laughs> dude. So, books of the year. I'm going to do a few. Tony Bro, what the hell is a book? They made a book out of this movie? I'm doing a few books real quick. Listen. Books. Check them out. Read about stars and cars and play electric guitars. Cops to work hard. Patrol on the boulevard. Heavyweight champ in a championship bounce. Books. Check them out. Oh At your library. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. That was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, Jay! Get your supposed. Oh man, dude. Okay. Um. Oh shoot. Um. Get your some books that uh that I read this year. The hell's a book? <laughs> okay, listen. I only thing I know about a book is a Chinese food menu. Fool. I read a book a week in my life. This year, I read a, a book a week. This year, I read a hundred and eight books. This year alone. Here's some of my favorites. First, let me say this. Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. Incredible. If you don't know, like you know, the boss, seeing him engage with Elvis Presley is unbelievable. Seeing him who? Because he, he's, he's a kid who loves Elvis. And oh, see, at least like, seeing him being engaged with Elvis Presley. Like you see him just around Willie Nelson, see him meeting the, the legends. And it's incredible how they, they encouraged him, taught him. It's and watching him go from no, but trying to make it into the in the music industry, can't get in. If you like, <laughs> when I was your age, tell what it was called books. Nick Bachman, what up, dog? When are you going to come see my stinking band play, dude? So, oh, back to Austin. Simple song is the jam, dude. So, stinking, if you like audiobooks, Bruce reads his own book, and his voice is gravelly. It's a great audiobook for you to read. Next, I would say finished by John Acuff. If you are a guy who starts goals and never finishes, Finish is a very short book, great audio book as well, or read it. Finish is by John A. Cuff about just I'm about to finish this flash. You're talking about books, dude. I'm hurrying. Next, favorite comic of the year, by far, Batman by Tom King. If you like comics, Batman by Don, Don King. Don DeLuise. By Danny DePito. By um, stinking, um Batman by Tom King. Best comic I've read all year long. The Batman. He's one of the best comic characters of all time. I can't believe this comic's so good. And if you get comic books in a few, maybe a month, our boy Zach Davis is going to be releasing his own comic Oh, yeah. Now I it's will start Western. reading. It's a Western. I will start reading now. I'm a character in the, in the comic. What? There's a father Ernesto in the comic, and it's me. Got a beard going on, dude. He's, I, he's, he's, you better have an asshole, Antonio. <laughs> Listen. Either Father Nestor either got to live and be awesome or die like a cheat. Okay, Zach? That's all I'm saying. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Steakin, who cares about the Red Wings, Beal? So, my last book of the year is this. If any of you guys, okay, money is a weird thing for everybody, okay? Money! Okay, I read a book this year, changed my whole outlook on money. The book is called Investing with Purpose by Mark Arzma. A-A-R-D-S-M-A. That's in Grand Arzma? The Grand Ar I have a buddy of mine next door to me in college. 
dropped out of college, started his own company. He is now a successful he's like, entrepreneur. He's like multi-millionaire. A million, like millions of that. He literally flies from his home in his private plane to visit me sometimes we have dinner together. It's awesome. He, he almost flew to come see my band play. But there was too much, uh, uh, it was too cold. And then he said he had to buy a jet. So he can fly when he wants to. Jeez. This guy wrote a book, how he from nothing made his fortune. So if you read the book, you're going to drop out of college. <laughs> no, listen. And play the Powerball. The book inspired me so much. I started my very own publishing company, which goes public on Tuesday. He's really inspired me to really swing. It's my dreams I've had my whole life. And I'm going for the fences, baby. So this book is inspiring. It's swing away, Meryl. <laughs> so book's done. Books. Now, check mail. Let's go to podcasts. We, we have a podcast every stinking week, okay? My favorite. Now, podcast up radio, we love this stuff, dude. We love it. My favorite podcast of the year, by far. You're so stupid, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you're going to see Tony's faces the whole time. You're going to miss out on Tony's awesome faces. Um, <laughs> uh, my favorite podcast of the year, by far, was iFanboy. Okay, I fanboy is a comic book podcast. I don't read most of these books, but the the, the personalities, the personalities in the podcast, hearing them just be boys together and laugh together, I love them as boys. Boise Idaho's, they're, they're the two the two Jamokes do a podcast, and I listen to it, and I love it. If you like comic books, I fanboys podcast. Check it out; it's every week. It's awesome. We stole this format from them for the all media blowout. Thank you, my fan would be awesome. Scroll. Tony, what do you got for podcasts? Or okay. pop media you love? Okay, let's Your see. favorite show of all time. I wouldn't have made it through life driving a truck if I didn't have Howard Stern's show. Now, I have, I have Sirius Satellite Radio. And one great thing about driving a truck is if you have Sirius Radio, sometimes you hear a rerun or you hear something, you know, that's, you know, you don't really want to listen to. You go to Go to Lithium, go to All Nation, go to, there's all these awesome uh, stations. But Stern has two stations, 100 and 101. 101 is reruns, 100 is the new show. Um, uh, you're going to have five hours, four or five hours to kill. Listen to it, and it's hilarious. Now, if you are closer to Ernesto than you are to me, and you don't know that much about Howard Stern, don't listen to it. He's crazy, he's vulgar, it's wild. I'm a truck driver, that's what I do. You see, he's a good interview with us. He's a good listen. But I will tell you this: Ernesto took me to the airport when I was going to Texas, and I put on Stern One Hundred and One. It was a rerun from a Billy Joel interview. The interview was unbelievable. Now listen, not a lot of people. Uh, no, not, nobody can sit with in, uh, with somebody. And um, Austin, it's coming, dude. It's Dang. coming. Hey, don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> Under cut me, G. <laughs> that's the next one. Okay, now listen. Ernesto takes me to the airport. I put on a Billy Joel interview with Stern. Now, Billy Joel, the dude's career is so, like, huge. A lot of, a lot of interviewers, they get 10, 15 minutes with him. Stern, it, it's his show. He does whatever he wants. Hour and a half interview with Billy Joel. Complete with, what, three or four like, playing live songs? Or him on the piano, dude? Amazing, dude. Stern is king of all media. I don't care who you are. Okay. 
My next podcast, listen, this is a weird one. I listen to this podcast this year. It's a 10-episode podcast. It's called Heaven's Gate. It's about the Heaven's Gate cult. Those guys oh, that killed themselves. Remember the comet flew over and they killed themselves? It's it literally people are crazy. Listen, man. you meet them, their parents, their friends. You meet guys who left the cult before they killed themselves. I am telling you, it was listening to and you listen to. I listened to that just, just years ago. I go several listen to this podcast. You listen to Goodbye Taste where they kill themselves, and you see how they got like brainwashed into this world. It breaks your heart. Because that's what a, a, a false prophet would do. If someone takes and just twists things a little bit and just goes nothing. The thing is, too, it's literally just tweaking a little, like one, like, like minute things, and then it, this guy tried to take. Literally, Heaven's Gate is about space. Jesus takes Jesus and UFOs, slams them together, and he makes these guys go. And he nuts. makes uh, that's where that sounds like Scientology. It's it's it's, it's crazy Scientology. I'm telling you, the podcast blew me away. Here, how they. And it's sad because these people, they were lonely. You know it's sad, but true. <laughs> so, Heaven's Gate, 11 episodes long. It'll blow your mind. It, it, it'll like, you, you'll stare with your mouth open like, I can't believe I'm doing this. So, that's why. Your next podcast, what do you got, Tom? <laughs> um, Dave and Chuck the Freak. Is an insane show from the, out of Detroit area. Now, being a truck driver, I'm in a lot of different places in Michigan. <laughs> I, I don't always get one on one, but the Dave and Chuck podcast came out, which means every episode downloads my phone. So around lunchtime, I can listen to that day's episode every day. I listen to that show. I have wanted to call in so many times. So listen, Austin, I'm gonna tell you something right now. If you ever hear somebody call in and they go by Chico Love, that's me. Oh, and if I tell man. a story on that show, don't think any less of me, dude, because I have plenty. <laughs> Tony, do... called, Tony called me one day. I'm just chilling at home. It's a Monday, my day off. Oh, he calls me. You can believe it. Because um, it, it was the day where uh, Ted, Ted Danza, no, Ted Sanchez, Ted, the presidential nominee. Who's the presidential Ted nominee? Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz in the middle of the night liked like a, a really bad tweet. A porn okay. thing. And so they asked a question of the people how many of you have ever just done something stupid and blown your life up when it comes to the internet and looking at bad stuff? And dude, when he goes, Yeah, listen to this crap. Because it's, and you listen, people destroyed their lives. And people forget about things like iCloud and shit. Dude, I, I it was, I sit with my mouth open. And crying like, like, like literally, I got a text like 45 minutes later that just said, dude. Da, 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 da. <laughs> like, so these guys, I wasn't watching their stuff, but the one you sent me was hilarious. And the so, one the one you sent me told me to go to about people that beat up because they deserved it, that was an incredible that, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes the topics are amazing, but sometimes it's like too much like nastiness. You know? like, I can't have that part, but I like I like stories. Let me tell you, Austin. Andy is my favorite dude. Like he is so funny. He's the one I told you that always does that. Uh, people call him; they they want him to say his phrase, and he's got two phrases that are, that, are, that everybody calls for. One of them, you love them both. One of them is "black eyes like a dog's eyes," <laughs> and he'll he'll transform it to whatever topic it is. Black eyes like a something pedophilia, something like. like 
Whatever the subject is. But his other one is, tell that bitch to be cool. <laughs> He's hilarious, dude. And yes, screw the ocean, bro. Green Bean is the funniest, dude. Now, that is our all media. Uh, listen. I can agree with us. I can agree with us on everything we think of. This Listen, is what we like. It's we almost think. better when you disagree with us because it gives us an open dialogue. We talk shit. What we like. It's what we like. Here's the deal. Starting next week, we'll go back to our normal podcast. If you want to hear our podcast, subscribe. Subscribe on iTunes if you're an Apple guy or if you have an Android phone. If you're an Android loser, I mean user, go to Stitcher. The Stitcher app will let you hear um, Not Your Pastors is, is the bomb. Jason, actually, Alex is banned. Is playing across the street. I'm going to text Jason right now and see if they're on yet. If they're not, we're going to watch it. So, subscribe to the podcast. We put out movies every week that we grew up with. For next week, in honor of the new Jumanji, we're, we're going to talk about the original Jumanji, how it raised us wrong and raised us right. But I will tell you something else. We are going to pick the month's movies and do the patron pick next week. So, Jason... Dylan, I'm not going to tell Ernesto yet. I'm going to wait till next week for our picks. Then he's going to freak out. It's going to be amazing. So, not this week, next week. So, that's what next week's coming on. Next week coming up is going to be Jumanji, and then we'll hit the new year running. So, um, that's our podcast for tonight. Man, thanks for joining us. It was crazy, Tony. You blew my out that song, dude. That was unbelievable. That was a moment in history. Um, but uh, as always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week at the Red Rum Theater. I turn this off. Mm-hmm.